The Self-Made Life Podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. I'm here to inspire small, local, and creative businesses along their journey to success. I'll share a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to run and scale a business, branding tips, and I'll also be chatting with other entrepreneurs to share their stories and what it's like to be self-made. Well, welcome back to the Self-Made Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Wyatt from Monarch Design Co. And today I have a very special guest here with us today, and that is Nikki from It's Nikki Creative. And Nikki is a Pinterest expert. So I'm so excited to have you on. I've been really diving in and focusing on Pinterest lately, and I know that we had a call um, probably like about a month ago now, And I implemented those changes and I've finally seen an upward momentum (laughs) to the whole thing. There was a little bit of a dip. I know that you mentioned that that might happen, but now we are on the up and up. So yeah, I'm really excited because I feel like Pinterest is an underutilized platform for a lot of businesses. And it's just so, it's such a great tool. And I've got, I've, I've had clients find me through Pinterest, which is amazing. Like we all want that. Um, but yeah, so we're going to talk to Nikki a little bit more about Pinterest. What is Pinterest? Kind of like her journey into entrepreneurship. And she's going to give us some takeaway tips so that you can start implementing those into your Pinterest strategy. So before we kind of get started, every time we have a guest, we do this boss or bust moment. So basically sharing something that you are proud of or something that didn't quite go as planned this week. So Nikki, do you have a boss or bust moment to share with us? Oh, I um, I think I'm going to go with for the boss, actually, because it's been a really, really good week for me. I changed my lead gen and engagement strategy completely. And I booked four discovery calls and sold two Pinterest intensives in just a week time, which is amazing. And I'm actually really amazed that that that, that has all happened since I've changed my strategy. So yeah, that's definitely a boss moment for me. Amazing. I am so, so glad to hear. We all love a good boss moment. Right. Um, hmm. I think I'm going to go <laughs> with a bust oh, no. this time. Um, I have been working away on the template shop, which is something that I've been dreaming up for years now and just haven't had the guts to move forward with it. Um, however, I don't think the timing was totally right because with my launch, like my team is amazing. I had a sales funnel strategist. I did have some great sales, which is amazing. And I'm so happy to be able to help support other like businesses through these templates. But mentally, I just wasn't all there because we started our first cycle of fertility. So I've mentioned this on the podcast before. My husband and I have been going through fertility for three years now, and we're back working with a fertility clinic. Um, But, you know, it just it didn't go as planned, which is okay. They canceled the cycle. Of course, when there's like added hormones involved, it kind of like screws you up a little bit like emotionally and it is kind of like 
a journey, as they say. Um, but all in all, like I'm really excited because I did start working with a new naturopath doctor who also happens to be one of my amazing clients. So I had my first appointment with her and I feel really supported and guided and yeah, it wasn't a total bust um, because the detox that I did with Jordana, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, I've noticed dramatic, dramatic um, results in my blood work and in all just sounds. So might have been a bust keep- for business, but it has been <laughs> a really positive thing for your personal life, I think. Yeah, 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 I think so too. Which doesn't, you know, kill us makes us stronger. That exactly. whole thing, right? Yes, <laughs> truly believe in that. Um, yeah. Well, I, I'm really, you know, I appreciate your flexibility because we did have to reschedule. Um, so I'm really glad that you know it worked out, and we have you on now. Um, but yeah, let's let's move the the mic back to you and tell us, you know, who you are, what you do, and and kind of your story into entrepreneurship. Yeah. So first of all, thank you so much for having me on this part on this podcast. I am super excited and have been looking forward to this since like since we scheduled this. Um, so yeah, I am Nikki. I am the founder of It's Nikki Creative. I am a social media manager and I specialized in Pinterest marketing and management. Um, a little fun fact about me, I am Dutch, which you might be able to tell from my accent, and, uh, but I completely run my business in English. Um, my journey into entrepreneurship, it has been a journey for sure. <laughs> um, funny enough, like I, I never had the dream of becoming a business owner and I actually kind of liked the idea of working for a company and working in a nine-to-five but this this all changed a couple of months before I actually started my business. Um, I think when I, I studied communications and marketing at uni and my study was just extremely broad and I became extremely passionate about digital marketing, about social media and decided to completely focus on this and my dream actually was to work as a digital marketer for a magazine or in the music industry Um, but yeah the closer I got to graduating the more I realized I I wasn't ready for a full-time job all of my friends were so excited I I couldn't be excited I hated the idea of having to sit at a desk from (laughs) nine to five I just I just felt like I would lose a lot of freedom and it was yeah. not the Nikki that I knew in the first two years of my of my studies so it was a really interesting switch <laughs> but um, I decided to go back to uni and get my master's degree in content and media strategy I did not graduate due to personal circumstances but this master definitely did confirm that I wanted to do something with digital marketing and content, social media. Um, So I think how this all happened was because one day I was scrolling through TikTok and I came across a video of a virtual assistant coach who uh, was talking about all of the things that you could do as a virtual assistant. And I was like, this is what I want to do. This is exactly, this sounds like me. This sounds like a job for me. And um, I started following masterclasses and started my business in March last year. And I'm so happy that I did 
Um, obviously, I'm a social media manager now, so my business has gone through a lot of changes. And um, I think I decided to transition into full-time social media management at the end of August last year. And now Pinterest is my main focus. So yeah, I think that's how I got started. I love that. See, like the entrepreneurship journey is never a linear path. Like I've pivoted a bunch of times. Nikki has pivoted a bunch of times. So if you are just getting started on your journey, like don't let anything hold you back, even if, you know, you have to change courses because, you know, it'll just lead you to that next step and all that experience is valuable and you can bring that forward. Yeah. So I love that. We learn and so, grow as we go. Exactly, right? Um, so how did you get started with Pinterest? Because it is a very unique platform. And what is it Pinterest? Is. <laughs> I'll start with how I got into Pinterest. Um, I had this huge list when I was, when I was a virtual assistant, this huge list of services that I offered um, from admin to Pinterest and at that time, I just added it to my services list because I thought that I had to um, as a virtual assistant, um, which doesn't make sense at all <laughs> when I think about it now. Um, but I started learning about Pinterest. I At first, I was like, Pinterest, why, why would you be on Pinterest as a business owner? Like, why would you use a platform that a lot of people use for inspiration? And like I did as well. I planned my weddings on there like or like my wedding my birthday parties I planned everything on Pinterest um but when I started learning about the platform a whole new uh like it, it was a whole new world and I really loved it it just I I think I fell in love with Pinterest when I had um my first Pinterest client at that time I still had no idea what it was but she wanted a Pinterest strategy session so what I did before that was just read into Pinterest so I could provide her with like all the information that she needed and I fell in love with the platform and um, that's how I got into Pinterest I yeah that's why I decided to focus mainly on Pinterest now as well because it's my favorite platform um yeah it's not really like social media. It's more of like a search engine, right? Exactly. Yeah. Pinterest is one of the biggest visual search engines. I think it's the second after Google Images. And it's oh, just, wow. it's an amazing platform. There's so many users on Pinterest. I believe right now it's about 400 million active users every month. Um, so wow. it's a huge audience. Um but yeah, it's like you said, it's not a social media platform. It's a visual search, search engine with a very broad and loyal audience as well. And it's, an, it's a place, yeah. in my opinion, the place to get inspired and explore, find new products and try new things. Yeah. And I think it has like more of a longevity too, right? Absolutely. With like the post in comparison to like TikTok or Instagram. Yeah. The content you you pin on Pinterest is evergreen. As long as people are searching for it, your content will pop up if you use the right keywords and strategy, obviously. But yeah, your content is evergreen. And that's, that's what makes it such an amazing and unique platform. Wow. 
Yeah. So who would benefit from being on Pinterest and like why should companies, you know, have some sort of like Pinterest account or Pinterest strategy? Well, in my opinion, this is going to sound very basic, (laughs) but I think every product-based business or service-based business can benefit from Pinterest as long as your audience is on Pinterest and you're implementing the right strategy that will help you reach your audience. Then I think Pinterest is for everyone. The audience on Pinterest is so extremely broad. Um, It goes from like aesthetic seekers to, um, you know, people who just stop working and want to find a new hobby or new ideas. It's, or millennials, Gen Z, it's everyone is on Pinterest. So I think every business can benefit from it as long as your audience is on there. Um, Yeah, I think even my grandma's on Pinterest for her knitting patterns. Right, that proves my point. Like everyone is on Pinterest. (laughs) It's such an- Recipes. Yeah, recipes. It's huge for recipes and travel. And yeah, people just go to Pinterest to plan their lives or like- yeah um look for solutions to the problems if you struggle with mindset like that's a really big thing on pinterest if you struggle with mindset you can just go on pinterest and find solutions and if your business your company happens to have that solution to a problem and you're on pinterest then you'll be found and people will click through to your website and you might have a new client or sold something um, mm-hmm. but yeah I think it's really important I can talk for ages about why Pinterest <laughs> is such an amazing platform for business owners but in short I think it's just super important as well to be visible on multiple platforms and not put all of your eggs in one basket and yes amen yeah. to that yeah <laughs> it's so important because um, and Pinterest is an absolute rock star of driving traffic and sales so yeah. I think something I think a lot of business owners can benefit from is that people on Pinterest are not looking for a specific brand, um, which is why it's a great platform for like huge multinational businesses, but also for like really small startup businesses. And that audience is very, very loyal. I think that's in short why Pinterest is so amazing and why everyone should be on it. Yeah. And I think this just like really goes back to like, you know, really not putting all your eggs in one basket. Like last year, I I think it was last year, like Instagram went down and everyone was like freaking out. Right. And that's when, you know, I say like, this is the importance of having a website. And like, if you have Pinterest on top of that, you can drive traffic to your website which in turn will increase those leads, those, you know, authentic leads and also increase like your SEO. And because the more hits you get on your website, the better SEO you'll have. So that's, you know, the importance of a blog. So all of this kind of works in like full circle with Pinterest. And like, you know, if you're not on Pinterest, you better get on Pinterest after this episode. <laughs> I couldn't have, you better have a better website. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Okay. So with that, 
can you tell us like what are some of the major changes that are currently happening on Pinterest like right now I know that they're kind of going through some changes they've introduced like idea pins I don't even know if it's called idea pins maybe it's story pins now <laughs> it is a piece of video content yeah okay <laughs> yeah um like you said it's Pinterest like Instagram is going through a lot of changes but I feel like they they're not rolling it out as quickly as Instagram because Instagram has a new feature every second I feel like <laughs> um but on Pinterest yeah like every other platform I think video content is becoming more and more popular um and I see so many people repurpose their TikToks their reels into idea pins so yes it's still called idea pins um and I think that's going to continue to grow but in my opinion, like, I don't think Pinterest will ever become a video first platform. Um, yeah, that's not what I don't think that that's their goal. So even though it will probably be pushed more and will get like reach more people quicker, um, I don't think we will have to worry about it becoming a, a video focused platform um and talking about idea pins as well lots of money has been spent on idea pins so they are still pushing these um and they are also heavily investing in the shopping experience on pinterest Um, perfect for product based exactly so they are rolling out check on check out on pinterest itself so if you own a shop you don't need an Etsy, but people can purchase directly on Pinterest. It's something that's still in like the trial phases. So I'm not sure when they're going to roll that out, but there are more features coming to improve like the the shopping experience and the e-commerce experience on Pinterest. Um, I think those are like the, the biggest things. And advertising is something that I see more and more businesses doing as well. So I think advertising on Pinterest is going to become bigger as well. I'm still not sure whether I'm a fan of that or not. but Like it is, boosting posts? Yeah, I, th- I just see so many ads on Pinterest. I feel like it's becoming more and more. Um, and I think that's because ads are becoming not necessarily more popular. Um, how do you say this? People are getting used to creating ads also on Instagram and on Facebook. So I think businesses start um, seeing why Pinterest is such a good platform and start advertising on Pinterest as well. And that's just something that I've noticed. I am not sure whether that's um, something that Pinterest is actually planning on boosting, but I have seen it more. So that's something to keep an eye out keep an eye on for sure. Yeah, I've been on the fence with boosting posts on Pinterest. I've been on the fence because of, okay, like I have like the template shop out now and I really want to get that in front of more people. So I'm I'm on the fence. I don't know like how this will go, but maybe, you know, we'll give it a try and see how it goes because there are more and more ads on Pinterest. But Mm -hmm. then I also don't want to be another ad on Pinterest because I know from me searching, I'm like, oh, this is an ad. So then I'm like, I don't know how I feel, right? I think as a business owner, we look at ads in a different way. 
because yeah. when I I, ha- I have asked my mum, and she said that she wasn't bothered by all the ads because sometimes it would oh. show her like an ad of something that she was looking for anyways. Um, so I think it will only help um, better the experience on Pinterest for like Pinterest users because you can really target your audience with your ads and that's something that's a little more difficult when you want to grow organically it's not impossible absolutely not um but with ads you can target a very specific audience so i will see how it goes i i would recommend you just try it out see if it's something that you like see if it's something that brings in results and just give it a go yeah like i've had I've done ads through Instagram and I feel like they weren't really great. might have been like my strategy behind it, but I just felt like it didn't really go anywhere and it maybe like suppressed my algorithm too. That's why I'm also a little bit cautious, but like organically grow growing like my Pinterest just in like a week, I've gained 20,000 in views or impressions or whatever. I'm slowly working my way back to the 1 million mark because I was at 1 million, but then I don't know what happened. It just kind of like tumbled. So I'm just like working my way back up. Yeah. That really shows the power of Pinterest. The fact that you can go up like did you say 20k yeah that's insane. in one week yeah it's insane. yeah yeah and that's like you know using idea pins posting regularly using like those like hashtags but not like hashtag stuffing I know you mentioned yeah keywords yes sorry hashtags. <laughs> not <Instagram>. that's okay <laughs> but yeah not keyword stuffing is the worst yeah yeah okay no keyword stuffing. Take note of that. <laughs> so what are kind of three takeaways that our listeners can like walk away from this episode today to start like to help start build their Pinterest strategy and their Pinterest marketing? Um, I think the number one thing would be to get really clear on your goal. Um, because essentially in my opinion your goal is the biggest part of your strategy um because if you don't know what you're doing on pinterest and you have no idea who you're trying to reach and what you want from them it's going to be really difficult to see the results and if you're really clear on your goal like for example um more listeners to your podcast then you can create content that's like meant to attract those new people um and then I wouldn't recommend idea pins because your goal is to um drive more traffic to a source a source outside of Pinterest um and then if you create a lot of idea pins they don't have the ability to redirect people to a different uh like a different website or a URL you can only add a URL to like your static pins The number one way to achieve success on Instagram is through consistency. That means showing up with high quality, attention grabbing, valuable posts. Now, I know what you're thinking. It can be exhausting and overwhelming trying to keep up with the pace. 
That's why I've created 50 Instagram prompt ideas and 12 eye-catching Canva templates for you to use absolutely free. So all of the hard work is done for you. All you have to do is show up consistently, sit back, and watch your Instagram grow. Head on over to the link in my bio on Instagram and get your free templates today. What about like adding to like the description, the the idea posts, your URL to your description? Like, is that okay? Because I've been doing that. <laughs> you could definitely do that if you see results from that. But I have, I, I think it's, it can be really good. Um, definitely use like, um, write down some keywords in like the notes of the idea pin. Um, but the URL, you would have to copy and paste that. And that's like an extra step you need your Pinterest audience to take. And people like it simple. People like things to be really quick and easy. Um, so I'm not sure if everyone will take that step and do it. Whereas when you're on a static pin, you can just click on the pin and it will lead you to the, the page you need to be. Um, so if it works and that's perfectly fine, if your audience clicks on it, then definitely do it. But if not, then I would recommend creating static pins if you want to drive more traffic to platforms outside of Pinterest. And that's what I mean by getting really clear on your goal. Because if your goal is get more viewers on Pinterest, then ideal pins are perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's one thing. Um, I think the other thing would be the keyword research. Like we have talked about how Pinterest is a search engine um, and you need SEO and keywords are huge on Pinterest. So do your keyword research and don't just copy paste descriptions from Instagram. Um, I'm all for repurposing your Instagram content on Pinterest. But if you copy and paste your Instagram captions, they're most likely not optimized and they're really, really long. People are not going to read it. Um, and it's only going to mess up the algorithm. And um, it's an absolute must to stay on top of your SEO game. So an SEO is search engine optimization, just in case. <laughs> exactly. Know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so normal to just say SEO because you know what it means. And then yeah. I kind of forget about it. Oh, I say it all the time too. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that would be my second thing. Um, okay. The third. Yeah. Don't sleep on call to actions. Um, I know that a lot of people are hesitant with posting call to actions on their pin so as actual actual copy on the image um, but please do it because once people have landed on your pins you you will want to tell them exactly what you want from them because otherwise people are not going to click through to your website so call to actions are key um, but make sure you do it in like a positive way people on Pinterest, Pinterest tries to stay away from the negativity um, because there's a lot of negativity on Instagram. There's a lot of negativity on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, Pinterest is trying to stay away from it. And people that come to Pinterest are there to get inspired. So if you use negative language, so like click on this pin. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Um I know that they like recently like nixed a lot of like diet culture things, right? Yeah. That yeah, that's true. 
Um, but you have to like stay really positive and I know that people like call to actions sometimes can come off as a bit negative if you phrase them in an incorrect way. Um, but also in general with like a little bonus tip, um, like positive language works best on Pinterest because they're there to get inspired. And if you have a pin that says like, stop making these mistakes in your branding, or like in your brand strategy, that's negative language. But if you rephrase that and you say like five ways to improve your branding, then that's much more positive. People are much more likely to click on your pin and um, go through your website or your Instagram or where, wherever you direct them to. Oh, I love that. That's my favorite takeaway. I always thought like people were more drawn to like the negative stuff we had going on Instagram and now it's the opposite. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I love about Pinterest. It's such a positive platform and Instagram, sometimes the negative works better. Like yeah. even in my content, I have used stop making these mistakes because that's what people are drawn to because they want to know what the mistakes are but on Pinterest people want to get inspired so yeah on on Instagram I feel like negative language does work um because then you're interested in like what mistakes you are making but on Pinterest people don't want to know what they're doing wrong they get they're there to, to get inspired they want a solution to their problem they don't want to be reminded of their problem um so instead of saying stop making these mistakes give them five ways to improve and um, the people are happy (laughs) yeah and I definitely feel like Pinterest is a much more enjoyable platform to be on I agree versus Instagram like I do use Pinterest a lot especially with my clients we have like a Pinterest board and I create mood boards based off of things that we both save and generally yeah like when I'm in like Pinterest mode for like searching for like mood board stuff I'm like oh yeah this is awesome this is my jam yeah I love it (laughs) whereas like Instagram like I don't want to post but I have to post I gotta go on this platform okay (laughs) post by <laughs> you exactly know. yeah and that I completely agree with you I feel the same way and a lot I think a lot of it has to do as well with like there's a lot of comparison on Instagram I yeah. I compare myself a lot I still do and it's something that I'm actively working on but it's so easy to um to compare yourself and there are a lot of things that you have to do on Instagram in order for like um for for you to get like the results and your post to get seen and to become successful and to grow um there's so many obstacles now (laughs) yeah exactly and I feel like Pinterest the whole thing is just much more smooth and just yeah easy and once once I start scrolling on Pinterest I cannot stop because I truly enjoy it and it's mm-hmm. so nice to see all of these amazing images. Yeah. Yeah. So if you are feeling uninspired with Instagram, highly, highly recommend, you know, checking out Pinterest, exploring that and implementing these amazing tips. Because trust me, like if you are a service-based or product-based business, like this will just like add 
so much value to your business and to your brand and, you know, make, make your brand more visible to a larger audience without having to go through all these damn obstacles. Um, so yeah, those are amazing tips. Thank you so much, Nikki. Um, I hope that you all start implementing those. And if you do, please tag us, please let us know like how it's going and, and how, you know, it's helping to improve your business and to improve your visibility online. Um, so kind of like before we end off our episode, we are going to go through a rapid fire um, of this or that. <laughs> I like kind of changed it up from like the last time. So hopefully <laughs> it's a little bit. I'm excited. I love rapid fires. Okay. City or country? City. Mountains or beach? Beach. Early bird or night owl? Night owl, definitely. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Tacos or sushi? Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's a difficult one. Sushi? (laughs) Okay. Um, Books or movies? Books. Call or text? Call. And your favorite social media platform. Pinterest. (laughs) No surprise. (laughs) Yeah, no, I wasn't surprised at all. (laughs) All right. Um, So where can our listeners find you online? Where can they connect with you? And where and how can they work with you? Um, You can find me on Instagram, which is at It's Nikki Creative. Um, Also on Pinterest right now. I am in the process of setting up or like building my Pinterest up from scratch because I used to have like my personal one and then changed it into a business one. But I think it's nice to follow along on that journey. Um, It's the same as my Instagram. It's Nikki Creative. And hopefully I'm launching the website next week. But I will keep you posted on my Instagram. Um, And how you can work with me. I currently offer two basic like two main packages which is Pinterest management full Pinterest management full Instagram management and I have my Pinterest intensives um and I have Pinterest power hours at the moment but there's a lot more to come amazing well I'm so excited like I've been watching your growth over the past couple months since I stumbled upon your Instagram account and I just love what you are doing and, you know, helping small business owners, product-based brands with like their social media and their Pinterest. I think it's just amazing. So thank you so much for spending some time with us on this podcast and giving us some amazing key takeaway tips. I hope everyone starts to implement them. Um, And yeah, can't wait to see your new website. I'm sure it'll be out by the time this episode airs. So I will link everything in the show notes. So please go check that out and go follow along on Nikki's journey all right thanks so much for coming nikki thank you so much for having me bye for now hey before you go i just want to express my gratitude for sticking around and being here and just listening to this podcast 
I would so, so appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review, subscribe to the podcast, and tell your friends and family about it. Share on social media. The more and more that we get these reviews, we get these feedbacks from you, um, and the more you share, the more that we're able to reach like-minded listeners just like you and help to provide more value. So I would just so, so appreciate it if you could share away. And yeah, thanks so much for being here.